did it didn't they they did it they did it that was that was an entertaining football game is what that was that was that was that was entertaining that was an entertaining football game and I enjoy watching most of it that was that was fun that was fun hello my my name is uh my name is Jake I am uh I'm I am your host on this this solid podcast um this is the 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 Battlehawks post game reaction. Um, your your two and zero, your two and zero, the most unlikely of two and zeros. But damn it, if it's not two and zero, your two and zero St. Louis Battlehawks uh, come victorious in a uh, absolute what is sure to be an XFL classic. Uh, hang the film on the walls in Canton. What? What a game! What if if not if not for physical triumph, that game was a mental triumph for not just the players, not just the coaches, but absolutely for us, um, the viewer. That was that that was a game. That was a game that had everything. That was a game that had everything. That game had bad drives. That game had good drives. That game had bad quarterback play. That game had good quarterback play. It had good running, bad running, good blocking, bad blocking, good defense. It's mostly good defense, but bad defense, I'm sure, was there. When I go back and watch it, I'm sure I'll see it. Man. Oh, and then we even got um, Jim Hazlitt, the, the uh, uh, Sea Dragons head coach, hitting on a ref. So I like that, too. Give me a Jim, you dog. You dog, you. He, they, they, they had him mic'd up, and they did, like, the sounds of the game, and he looks at one of the female refs standing next to him, and he does the football guy equivalent of come here often. Uh, and he says, "You enjoying the line of work, uh, <laughs> Jim? I don't think it's going to help you, my friend. I don't think I don't think hitting on her is going to help you that much. But you know what? What do I know? He's the head coach. He was he was coach of the year twenty three years ago. So this is clearly just a, a case of him not hearing the song. The times they are changing. Man, that was that that was a fun game. Um, trying to think of the best spot to start. I guess you got. I guess I guess talking about this, you got to really start with." Uh, with AJ McCarron, um, <clears throat> he looked bad early on. Uh, he was he was sailing passes. Um, I, I I noticed that in that first game uh, against San Antonio, he sailed a handful of passes into uh, that were going into guys that were on out routes in the flat, which is not what you want to see because that's an incredibly important and high uh, percentage catch that he's just absolutely missing people on, which is a bummer. Um, today he was twenty two for thirty six, one hundred and eighty four yards. Um, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and zero fumbles. Ben DiNucci, you piece of shit. Uh, and uh, uh, three sacks for 18 yards. Uh, he had uh, five carries for 41 yards uh, in one touchdown, uh, which is great. So that means that he had two carries that, aside from his QB sneak and the two uh, uh, runs that he had on that last drive he ha- he only had a, he only had two other runs other than that and I'm having trouble remembering what they are and I'm, I'm sure they probably weren't very good to look at because that was kind of the way that that first at least the first certainly the first quarter but that first half was was an abysmal watch okay before us I, I was saying how that was a good football game to watch and if you want a good football game, 
um, one of the ingredients um, is a lot of fourth quarter possessions. In the fourth quarter, in this game, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different possessions in the fourth quarter alone. Uh, what that was was a fumble, two punts, a touchdown, turnover on downs, missed field goal, touchdown, and a field goal. That's electricity. That is a lot of things that happened right there. So that's all in the fourth quarter. There were eight different um, possessions. In the first quarter of this game, uh, it went punt, punt, field goal, punt. So the game wasn't fun. Like when this game started, you're looking at it, you're like, oh no, this is it's gonna be one of these. Now, yeah, the defense stood up strong on that on that first drive. Um, that number they watched the film. They saw that number three, Jacor Pearson. At least early on, they they saw him. He ended up getting loose later on, um, but they they saw him and, and laid the lumber on him and, and got off the field quick there. That's not the point. I'm talking about AJ McCarron. It was bad. It was a bad first quarter. Uh, they the the Battlehawks uh, had a total of four yards in two possessions, um, which is really truly a bad thing to see. Most of that quarter was taken up by that 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 um, Seattle 13 play seven minute drive for three points. Uh, but the game started slow. That's what I'm saying. The game started slow for everybody, including AJ McCarron. He was like I said, he was sailing people. Um, there was some there there was some situations I don't think it really happened early on in the game where the players were dropping the ball because they didn't really have a chance to get it into their hands. Um, that's one thing that I was that I was kind of looking forward to this week is getting more of a passing game and we certainly got that because we saw what our receivers could do last week and what they could do is that when the ball got thrown to them they were making their catches. Today was a little bit different. There was a lot of guys. With a lot of drops, um, I understand some of those are on AJ McCarron. I remember in that uh, that there's like I said, he's he's sailing guys uh, out in the flat. He's overthrowing some guys. Uh, the hell, there's that there's I believe is in the first quarter as well. He was just standing in the pocket and just got swallowed up. I think maybe it was a coverage sack. I'm not entirely sure yet. It didn't look good until it did look good, and it did look good in the most important time. And that was that that last that last couple drives of the game. More specifically, it was really that last drive when he absolutely is getting swallowed up. It is, it is fourth. It is, uh, I believe that was fourth down. Maybe it wasn't fourth down. Whatever it was, A.J. McCarron uses some 32-year-old man wheels, some 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 dad power wheels, uh, and just gets out, gets the first down, and then goes back, if not the next play, then it was like a couple plays after that, goes on the other side of the field, just bringing the ball down the field by himself. Ends up throwing it to uh, uh, to Austin Prohl to set up that that uh, that field goal. Where okay, I've got some thoughts on on uh, old, old Don, Donnie Hagman the uh, third. Number one, uh, Donnie Hagman the third is not a name that I think uh, warrants a first, a second, and a third. Um, Donnie is not a. That's not a. That's not like you. you you think whenever you get the uh, the Roman numerals, it's like prestigious. Donnie Hagman, the XFL kicker, uh, that's not exactly... I'll say this. He's breaking the mold for people of his ilk, is what he's doing. Um, he, he, had a, he had a game, he, he missed as many field goals as he made. That doink, that doink that he kicked? Okay, so you know like in the NFL... When somebody's kicking an extra point and it's just going straight down the middle of of the field goal, you're like, oh, that one is dead to rights. That one is that is the most most uh, 
in kick that I've ever seen in my life. Today, with Donnie Hagman's doink, today with Donnie Hagman's doink, that was the most doinkable field goal I've seen in my entire life. That ball, as soon as it left his foot, it was the exact opposite of the good field goal. He, it left his foot, you're like, that is hitting that post. That ball is absolutely hitting that post, and there is no way it's not. That was the most true doink. It just was a fucking missile to that post. What? That was that was special. That was a special kick. You know, like those old uh, those old uh, fantasy football commercials where uh, I think Mark Bolger is like throwing a football at a uh, uh, like a yard marker thing, and then it had. Uh, Mason Crosby kicking the the footballs up at the uh, that uh, that bell tower. This was that. This was the Donnie Hagman kicking that doink was was the the 2023 equivalent of Mason Crosby kicking a bell with a with a with a football. That was that was special. Anyway, um, that's probably enough of me talking about special teams um, ever. Uh, let's look. So we talked about A.J. McCarron. His rushing yards were good. It took him a second in order to really kind of wind in on his arm. But when he got there, he got there and he got the balls to people in order to let them make plays. There was a lot of drops. Um, I know um, Hakeem Butler missed that absolutely beautiful touchdown catch. He had it with one hand, was bringing it into his body. I don't know if that counts as a concentration drop. I don't know. Because it, it, it certainly looked like he took his eyes off the ball, but he was also falling, and it was not an easy catch to make. Like, if you if you pause that, like, if you pause that play where he has his hand out going into the end zone, the ball is on it, and you pause it, that's a poster. That's a poster right there. And then you just, um, hopefully you paused it, and then you never unpaused it, thinking that that was the best touchdown that we've seen this season. Unfortunately, he's bringing it in, and he can't, can't hold it down. There's... A bunch of catches like that, not nearly as as acrobatic as that one, but there's a there's a bunch of catches like that. It was it was kind of a bummer uh, going into this game. I said I wanted to see what our what our wide receivers could do, and I saw it. And there's a lot of room for improvement. The, what they had going on, I think I said this already. What they had going on last week, yeah, it was good, but it, it seemed like that that level of production that they had was uh, kind of not normal. Um, A.J. McCarron ended up throwing the ball to, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys. Threw the ball to nine guys. He targeted Gary Jennings. This is the one that stands out to me. Targeted Gary Jennings, number 12, three times, and he didn't catch the ball one time. Maybe don't throw to him anymore. Uh, maybe that's that was one thought that I had during this game. is They might be treating these first couple games like preseason games, which is good that they're winning them, obviously, because they are actual games and they do count towards the record. But maybe it's A.J. McCarron trying to find out who he has on the field. Because that, like I said, there, there was that George Campbell number fifteen can't bring the ball in at the end uh, end of the game, and then he co- comes right back to him the next play, and he can and he brings it in. Like there's stuff like that. It's good seeing that for guys. Um, I am actually kind of surprised by the production of the running backs here. Um, that's the next one I'm going to talk about. Very very painful that they didn't have Brian Hill. That was so bad. Anthony Becht putting putting Brian Hill in on kick return on that that week one just so he can hurt his hamstring. You you're a, a idiot. You're dumb for that one. That was a dumb idea because now we're missing Brian Hill. He's the most complete guy going into this game. I said Kareem uh, uh, Kareem Walker is uh, an absolute joke. I kind of maybe still think that. The reason I thought it before was because he didn't know the playbook at all. 
Um, he does know at least part of it now. Um, in that in that week one, like that's kind of the whole thing with the XFL is that everybody's mic'd up, or at least AJ McCarron's mic'd up, and they keep before the plays. You could keep seeing him telling uh, Kareem uh, Walker what what route he had to do, what what his motion was, and then there he wasted timeouts. It was it was brutal. But he actually had production today. Uh, rushing uh, Kareem Walker seven for twenty-seven yards, long of thirteen, which that's not too bad, uh, especially given that the offensive line, who did play better, uh, did not play great. Uh, and then uh, Kareem Walker also had two catches on thirteen t- uh, for thirteen yards. Um, so I guess he his his long was ten yards. So that means he had a ten-yard catch and a three-yard catch. I can't be mad about that. I believe his 10-yard catch actually didn't matter, though. I think that was there when they had that, that first and 25 after the offensive pass interference. Um, but, yeah, he, he, he played better. He, he couldn't have played worse. So, I mean, if you, if you, if you set the line um, as far as good production goes uh, beneath the core of the earth, you're going to do better than that. So that's good for him. Um, the other guy was Mateo Durant. I do like him. Um, I he's he's not like you know how running backs do that thing where they get hit by a guy and then they just bounce off of him. That's not what Mateo Durant does. For the most part, he did it a little bit, but for the most part, that's kind of like his kryptonite um, is is getting touched by people, uh, which is not what you want. <clears throat> but uh, going into this, said if they want to get this guy to to uh, be productive, they need to make sure that they get him into space. And sure enough, they did. They got him into a lot of space. Let him make plays, which is what you want to see happen. If you got a, a running back who's there because he can be shifty and make people miss, put him in a spot to make people miss. Because that's what they kept doing too, is they kept putting him and making him run between the tackles. He's not going to do that well. He's not going to do that well. Yeah, he had a couple. I think he had like a six-yard run uh, uh, inside the uh, the left guard and left tackle, something like that. He did do some good things, but man, you just gotta get that guy in space and let him and let him just try to cook. That's 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 what we need there. Um, so yeah, that's what we had for the running game. Um, receiving Austin Prohl came in clutch at the very end. Uh, Keem Butler did have that touchdown where he absolutely sunned that 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 safety. Oh my God! Imagine that happening to you on TV. I know it's not like the most watched game, but imagine having a guy, a, a guy who's six six, just put his hand in your face and just turn you into his little baby boy. That was that was good. I really enjoyed that. And then they came back to him, and uh, he was uh, it was after he didn't uh, convert the 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 two extra points. So man, this is a bad time to interview. You could get, why don't you interview somebody else? I understand that he's had this great touchdown, but he does not want to talk to you. He's bummed out that he had, that he uh, messed up that last play, but he did good. He was uh, four receptions for sixty-one yards. Had that forty-four yard t- uh, touchdown. Uh, so I really like that. He was he did he was uh, four for seven. He was four receptions on seven targets. I do remember him dropping not just that one in the end zone, but a few other ones. So stuff that we could that we could really that we could really clean up there. Um, uh, I like Marcel Aitman, three for twenty-three on six targets. He's just a big dude. He had some sloppy hands early on in the game too. Now I'm uh, thinking about this. It was like it was like twenty, like mid twenties during that game. These are not these. I don't think these players are outside dogs. I think they might be inside dogs. So when we're talking it being cold like that, that certainly could affect the way that um, 
AJ McCarron is spinning it. Like it might take a second for him to get warmed up, and the way that some of these receivers are bringing the ball in. So that's just one thing. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Absolutely not. Like if you can't catch the ball, get the fuck off the field. Uh, but uh, it, it, if if you if one of them walked up to me and punched me in the face for saying that to them, and then said I couldn't catch it because my hands are cold, I'd be like, that's fair. That's a fair. That is a fair gripe. That is a fair gripe. Um, okay. So that is all of that. The offensive line. Uh, the offensive line did um, better. The offensive line did a lot better. They they got AJ McCarron blocks, and that that was kind of the frustrating thing is that we were seeing like, okay, this is what we got going on here. This is what AJ McCarron looks like when he's in the pocket, and he's sacked. Okay, here we go. This is what it's like, and he missed the guy. All right, AJ McCarron's got the ball. He's got some time. He's gonna spin it. He's got a guy wide open, and he drops it. Oh my God, here we come. He's gonna throw it. Oh, he caught the ball, but it was an offensive pass interference. So, the offensive line did play better. They gave the offense a chance, which is a really good thing. That's all we're looking for is in order to find out what we have on offense, you need to be able to actually do the plays that you're calling. I did like that. Um, I think Bruce Gradkowski, the offensive coordinator, could have done a little bit better with some of these play calls. Um, like when they had that, that really long drive the, the when after the offensive pass interference, first and 25. What were those play calls? Um, I don't remember what those play calls were, but uh, they were, uh, I remember like one or two runs. It's like, buddy, I understand that it's kind of just a crappy, like it's it's a crapshoot of a, of a drive. At least have some fun with it. Like you're taking this too seriously. If you're going to try to run the ball on first down when it's first and 25. I didn't like that. I didn't like a handful of other things. Um... That I believe is what I have to say in the offense. I just I am I am I am much more surprised with with this uh, offensive line. No, that actually that being said, um, the uh, the tackles, the the offensive tackles, the guys on the sides, they are garbage, man. They stink. The guys in the middle were good. The guys on the outside, buddy. It's uh, a guy named. Okay, these are their last names. All right, it's uh, Bushel uh, Beatty or Beatty Bushel Beatty. It's hyphenated, and Jones Smith, which is also hyphenated. <clears throat> so, our tackles—they're hyphens. They're hyphen guys. It's—it's—it is two guys with four last names, which is just an absolute terrible last name to skill ratio. These guys are hyphens. They—they—that's what they are. They're yeah, they're there, but I don't know what they're doing. They're hyphen boys. Okay, that is the offense. Let's go to the defense. Defense played good and bad. Um, now. Ben DiNucci is uh, very, what's the word for it, um, bad. He's very bad. He's Okay, so if you don't know Ben DiNucci, his whole thing is that he's a former Cowboy great. Uh, he, he was on their team. He was a star on Hard Knocks where he got cut from them. Um, because he stinks, baby. He is he is he is bad. I was uh, he couldn't hold on to the ball for nothing, man. That guy was fumbling and bumbling. Even like when he would get slung down when he was like going out of bounds, the ball would come out of his hands. It's like you, buddy. I don't know what you're doing. He's yelling at the coaches to run the ball. Oh man, what a this guy was a clown. He is gonna be a clown, but he can he can spin it. He can sling it, and he did just that. To uh, Jacor Pearson, that was that number three. That guy I was warning you about. That's quick. That guy is quick. Fifty-four yard touchdown. Found him. Uh, found himself out in the open in the uh, uh, deep right, and then he just he just turned on the burners and just got out there. Man, that was that was. I don't want to say it was busted coverage because that guy is just a slippery little guy. I guess it technically maybe was, or maybe a, he just found a hole. I don't know. 
It wasn't great to watch, um, but the uh, uh, let's see what it, what was uh, Ben Nucci's? Uh, okay, he was nineteen for tw- uh, for twenty nine hundred and ninety six yards, two touchdowns. Like I said, there was that fifty four yard one, and then there was that other was like eight yards to that VC guy. Um, but most the defense is what kept this the, the Battle Hawks in this game. They got turnovers. They they got let's see what this. Um, here, here's a list of how the uh, how Seattle's drives went. Punt, field goal. That was that 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 first one. The 13 plays, 61 yards, seven seven minute long drive, and they kept him to a field goal on a seven minute long drive. Bravo. Okay, so it went punt, field goal, and then and then they got that touchdown in the uh, the beginning of the second quarter. Punt, fumble, fumble, punt, turnover on downs. They had that other touchdown. They did good. This this defense did really well. Um, Anthony Beck probably could have ch- uh, challenged that one play to get that fumble, but uh, I'll, pro- I, I'll, I'll touch on him now then, I guess. He's a first-time head coach. I fully expect first-time head coaches to do first-time head coach things. And that was a boneheaded move by him. And then he did challenge the offensive pass interference. It's like, man, you might you might be doing a little bit too much here, uh, Anthony Beck. Does he have jaundice? Does Anthony Beck have jaundice? I think Anthony Beck has jaundice because – your skin's not that color if things are healthy. If things are going well, you should not be a cigarette butt. Like you, you looked like you looked like shit, Anthony Beck. Now, congratulations on the win. Let's get you on some medication, there, my friend. Um, but yeah, he 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 he, and he had kind of um, weird clock management at the end of the game too. That 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 uh, Austin Pearl calling the timeout there with three seconds left was very frightening. Um, some of these, like the he he did the uh, uh, when Battlehawks were in field goal range, and then AJ McCarron fumbles that ball, and nobody can it just keeps like a greased up watermelon just keeps squirting out back, and then he chose to go for a he punted there on on uh, on the uh, Sea Dragons thirty nine yard line. Nah, man, it ended up being a good. It ended up working because they they got the ball down on like the six. But I do not like that call. I think you just gotta. I you did not know your punter was gonna be able to do that. If you if Anthony Beck can look at me dead in the eyes and say I knew my punter was gonna be able to get the ball down to the six yard line, I'll I'll I'll, I'll let him I'll let him sh- sh- sack tap me because because that that is not that is there's no way in hell. I think that was kind of a weak call, but it ended up working for him. So that's history is written by the winners. Um, anyway, going back to the defense, Kevin Atkins played his absolute nuts off. Uh, got two fumble recoveries. He's a big guy. He looks like he's having fun playing the game, and I love seeing that. That was really good. Um, I believe uh, Lakeel London was the one who forced both of them. Looks like it. He got. He definitely got. Um, he got credited with the two forced fumbles. I'm not entirely sure how they. Uh, say that happened on that on that QB sneak, um, but I'll take it. Uh, we did not get any interceptions, especially when they were certainly there. Uh, ben DiNucci is a very um, uh, he's, he's he doesn't care about where that ball goes. I don't know, man. It was good that those uh, uh, cornerbacks were tackling well, safeties were tackling well. Josh Gordon did get open on that one, but if you can limit Josh Gordon, what was Josh Gordon's stat line, real quick? Let me find this. Um, that is defensive things. Josh Gordon, one reception for thirty-three yards. If you can limit Josh Gordon to one reception on thirty-three yards, you won on him. You won on him. He had two targets, one reception, thirty-three yards. 
Um, Jacor Peterson had uh, four receptions uh, for 78 yards on eight targets. I love that. That defense played those wide receivers tough, and I think they did a great job making sure that the uh, defensive line was able to get to and affect uh, Ben DiNucci. He did not sa- get sacked at all, um, but he did fumble twice, and you'll love to see that. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else? Um couple other oh yeah that was that was a thing that made me mad so it kind of got buried because they did it in the middle of the game but that guy cpj they the homegirl interviewed him and like so how are you out here i was like oh yeah he must have like a stomach bug he's like well yeah my dad died this morning I'm like holy shit what the fuck my dad my dad died this morning and that's what you're gonna drop on us like what that's not fun that is not a fun thing but keep these sideline interviews fun. What the fuck, dude? Why would you do that? Why would you put that on? So so that happened. The guy ended up having, like getting a, a pass breakup like the next drive, and they're like, oh, thank God, good for him. But then I was like, the game ends. They kick the field goal. It's great. But then I'm just sitting there on the couch. I'm like, man, that guy just lost his dead dad game in the XF. You only get one dead dad game, and that guy lost that dead dad game to a kick from Donny Hagman, a guy who had the most doinkable doink kick, and oh, and the other one was was short by a yard. That ah, he lost his dead dad game. That's a bummer. Like I I shouldn't feel sad. You know what? Why don't you keep that to the post game press conference? Because I don't want to be sitting on my couch having a beer looking at this and be like, man, that guy's dad's dead. Like that is that's that's tough. That is a tough look. Uh, good for him, though. I think he played well. Let's see. Did he actually play well? It's, I'm going to be bummed out if he didn't. Uh, what was his name? Uh, bu- 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 well, I sure enough cannot find it. So, whatever. Okay. Um, bu- 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 Donnie Hagman is very handsome. Uh, he, they interviewed him. I'm glad about that. And, oh, yeah, that was the other thing, is that maybe this game got started off uh, short or uh, not on the right note because they only did walkthroughs this week, which I mentioned a short week they're probably going to do that but they did it and i think that might have uh had something to do with the the um slow start um i think that is everything um let's see we talked about aj talked about running game receivers defense played very well kept people in front of them limited their big players to smaller plays except for when they were big plays and that sucked but it was still good overall uh defensive line played well offensive line played better um it is going to be a long week here uh, from Thursday to whenever the next game, whether it be Saturday or Sunday, eight or nine days. I'm going to have a weirder schedule now. Um, this week was a weird schedule. I had something come out every day. That's not certainly not going to be the case um, next week. But I'll post stuff, and uh, uh, we'll get more information out there. Um, yeah. That's good. The uh, your your St. Louis BattleHawks, like I said, are two and zero. They reign victorious over the Seattle Sea Dragons, twenty to eighteen, in a Thursday night thriller that will go down in the history books as another comeback. They're the comeback kings. That is what they do. That's what they're built for. Down but not out, all the time. It was it was truly a performance to be seen. Um, they are two and zero. It is hard to win three road games in a row, and that is exactly what they are going to be doing. Uh, next week when they certainly play somebody. I don't know who it is off the top. Oh, D.C. They're playing D.C. They're playing the Jordan Thomas. Uh, that's who they're playing next week, I believe. 
I'm pretty sure. Um, so that's what we got to look forward to. That's what we got going on. Thank you guys very much. I will be back next week with more stuff. Um, until then, celebrate if that's what you do with this. Um, I love you.